0: It's not even only not carrying a gun. It's like you got a future and you're not, like right now, your teen years is only from 13 to 19. After that, you got a whole life. And it's like, what, those six years, that's nothing. You got a whole life ahead of you. And you think, and you start trouble now, it's going to follow you for the rest of your life. You don't want to mess up your life like that. Like you got to think for long term, not short term.
1: This to keep in a Real podcast. In this podcast, teenagers from an evening program run by the Police Athletic League of New York City talk about gun violence and how it affects their lives and communities. This is episode four. Guns, Media, and Mentorship.
2: I feel like we should talk about gun violence because it affects the younger generation a lot. I feel like the youth is very easily influenced. So I feel like if you're hanging around somebody that's doing something, you want to look cool in their presence. So you're going to automatically be like, oh, shoot, I got to do this too. Yeah. And also just like the way it's normalized, like,
3: for example, on social media, what do you see in like music videos, viral music videos, and not even just social media, um, video
2: games, You know, people showing off their guns, showing off how much they're living, you know, I guess, the gangster life.
0: Drill artists.
4: Not even. They're thugs. We know that they're thugs. But, um, (laughs) I see on social media a lot of victims in different places, like, um, school shootings and murders for silly reasons. That's what the sharing room shows you, um... No jumper, got it. And it's just always talking about murders, shootings, and the victims that you sadly lose depending on the situation. There's many situations.
3: Specifically, like, with teenagers or, like, young adults, um, they like to show off, like, their guns and also, like, what they do with them. They'll, like, promote how much they um, use their guns and how, like, nobody could touch them or fight them or kill them et cetera. And half the time, they don't even know how to use it. Like It's just like a front for other people to think they're cool or even um, be threatened by
0: them. It's hard to change this generation's mind, their mindset. They have a fixed mindset as to, oh, I got to be like this or I got to be like that. And heavy on the social media influence because majority of what our generation is influenced by is social media. And it's like social media is literally a part of our daily routine. So if there's, if you listen to Drill 25-8, that's going to be what you surround yourself with. And majority of the time, they talk about killing people. So it'll be like, oh, I'm one of the cool guys. I got a gun. Like, who's going to try me?
3: Yeah, it's like we're grown and like nurtured into thinking that guns are Okay.
5: I also feel like gun violence affects like relationships too because like, you know, when people are in a relationship, it depends on the person you are, but like some people, well, most people now, they feel like if their partner tries to leave, they're going to shoot them. And I just don't feel like that's That's okay because like, and it's also like influenced by the social media too. Like now everybody's thinking like, I'm not going to say everybody because it's really not everybody, but like most of the people, especially, no, it's especially girls now. Like they get too ahead of themselves and think like that's because they're in relationships with somebody and like they try to leave for the better. Like they're going to hurt them. And I don't feel like that's something that you should do. I feel like,
2: like say if someone's partner, you know, is a part of a gang, right? And then she wants to break up with him. Let's say he cheated. And she posts, oh, like, I hate my man. I don't want to be with anybody. Da-da-da. And then let's say, hypothetically, he comes up to her and says, oh, I'm going to shoot you if you leave me. And then she posts on her story, oh, my man loves me. Like, he wants to shoot yeah, that's like, just not. delusional. Like, that's oh not, God, that's not a good thing. That's so bad.
0: Like, the girls, I feel like with the girls, um, some girls, well, most girls in the city, I feel like they think it's cute to be delusional over somebody that they know that's not good for them. Like, today, I had to... Like, they asked us, um, what's love? And I was like, I'm not going to say what I said because that doesn't have anything to do with it. But I was saying, like, don't go into something you know you're not ready for because you're going to end up hurting yourself and the person and you're going to create bad habits for yourself and that's just, like, just not cute. And then also, if you know that you don't like somebody that's, like, heavily into guns or drugs or anything like that and then you put yourself into that situation, that's, like, What are you doing?
3: Yeah, like what you just said
0: about the whole, um, if he ready to
3: shoot somebody over me or if he ready to shoot me over this relationship, like he loves me. He's crazy about me. No, he's just crazy. So how do you guys think like we could step away from that? Like that
0: influence? Or that mindset that we got to own a gun.
5: So, like, again, like, what I said with, like, the parenting, it also could be, like, family history and how they got along with their family or, like, just in general. Like, it could be, like, a generational thing. Like, some some people don't have those perfect parents. Some people's parents, like, they grew up in, like, gangs. They grew up, like, around it. They grew up, like, with the violence that, like, they're surrounded by the violence. And then they'll tell their kid that, too. Not saying that it was going to, like, like, they want their kid to do that, but they're supposed to be our guides. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to be leading us on the same path that
0: they went down. So so we can mess up our lives. They're supposed to be our guides on how to change or do better, not follow the same exact path they went on. So starting with not giving a child a gun or putting them in a place where they feel like they need a gun That's one. I understand if it's hard for you to get out the community because, you know, financial issues and stuff. But, like, show them how to be above that. Show them that they don't need to follow the crowd. They don't know how to be with those type of people that do have to follow the crowd. Not everybody's perfect. You know, people make mistakes. And that's why you got to learn from them.
3: So what I'm getting from what you're saying is, like, We need the adults to change the way that we're teaching our youth.
2: Oh, yes. Um, I also blame generational curses. I've heard that phrase a lot, and I blame it because it brings trauma through generations. So if one family member went through this, then they bring it down and drag it to the next generation, which causes it to continue, and it turns into a cycle. And that cycle needs to be broken, like really badly.
0: And now that the adult is way out, it's really us now, like our age group that got to teach the young kids.
1: But some some adults like put the kids in the right path by telling them not to carry on.
2: I feel like some kids need a mentor or someone to talk to because there's no way that they're doing this for fun. It has to be like something at home, something that they went through. But I feel like if someone listens to them, listens to why they do this and try and help them, I feel like there is a chance they could get out of that lifestyle.
4: I'm a thousand percent agree.
2: And it's not only like, you know, young men, like school shooters, police officers. I feel like there should be this kind of thing where they learn that you can't just judge a book by its cover because you feel threatened. Like your job is to protect, not to harm
0: your community, so yeah. I feel like for me, changing it will be with my siblings, because I have a lot of siblings. Um, definitely let them know, you're a child for 19 years, and you got all them years after, so what are you going to do? What are you going to not do so you can have a good future? And I'm going to be a role model because I'm going to be mad successful and they want to be like me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, try to put my brothers in, like, a good spot. But, like, I guess, like, trouble follows my brothers and me too. So I try to keep myself and my brothers out of trouble.
2: It's all about who you surround yourself with.
3: So as a whole, what do you, what do we want all the listeners
0: to take away from this conversation?
4: There's better opportunities out there than just the gun.
0: Whatever you start, whatever happens, you start now, you carry with you to the end. So try to learn how to change them. Okay. Right now. So when you get older, you don't got the same mindset that you had as a child. Nobody wants to deal with a 40-year-old child.
3: My main advice is just don't follow the crowd. Be yourself. It's okay to be yourself
2: taking away someone's life is not a good thing, period. Because, like, you don't know who that person is. You don't know their family. You don't know how much, you know, impact they have in this world, like, the way you do. Like, let's say, oh, a school shooter, you know, shoots up a school. That kid that he just killed could have cured cancer or something, you know, or did something to help the environment or something, like, I feel like if we continue to kill each other off, like there's just no no way we're going to get better at all.
4: Um, I agree and would like to add on that. I feel that if the world like was, was, the world would be a better place if everybody wasn't beefing and chewing and trying to kill each other. I feel like it'd be better if like people were able to reach like uh, um, truce. So, they could be, so the world could be like more peaceful and we, it would be less shootings and people could feel more safe. And, you know, the world probably be a better place if there's no beef or drama. People could grow into being great things in life. And the world would be a better place if it was more positive. I felt way better knowing that I don't got to walk out my building seeing the cops and yellow tape.
6: I think a change that's needed to um, address... That issue would be like more um, like centers around the environments where gun violence is increased. I mean, at a high percentage, like more community-based centers, like more of those around there.
2: You know, I really like that idea. I think a community center, one that we are in right now, is a great idea. I feel like it's it's a good way to bring people together and possibly stop the fear that these people have in each other and bring positivity to their neighborhoods. And hopefully with that, it can spread. The positivity could spread and other neighborhoods will start thinking about it, like to join in. And yeah.
5: I also think that, yeah, back to the community centers, I also think that the community centers that with people that like been through it already can also like impact us and others because like they'll see that it's really not the way they want to live in a way that they want to be known as, really. And it could also they could also influence their friends off of it, too,
6: positively. Um, not only, you know, they also fear, I feel like they also get hurt through grief, you know. And as you guys all talked about, you know, the community is a good um idea. I feel like many can learn from, like, their situations even though, you know, they feel like they've gone too far and they feel like they're in too deep. I feel like um, everybody has a way to get out the darkness and come, you know, to light because I believe that everybody can change in one way possible. What I like people to know is that there's always like help out there. You can always seek help. If you're going through gun violence, like trauma, and, like, you could speak to a therapist, you could speak to a loved one, feel me? you could speak to your friends, just don't be alone, feel me? That emotion will build up and you might make a decision that you can't come back from, like, feel me? So just go seek help. Don't go through it alone, feel me? Do not make a quick impulsive decision. And, you know, not only gun violence, but also it can affect any type of violence, mental health, Um, You know, even if you're feeling stressed out from where you're from or how you live, you always want to find somebody that you can talk to. You know, not just somebody that says, hey, how's everything you say? Good. Um, You got to find somebody that you can really talk to, really connect to with one another. Um, Somebody that can really, you know, understand what you're really going through and, you know, find a light and guide your pain. You know what I'm saying? because that one person can really understand where you're coming from and how you came through it. So I feel like you want to find somebody that you really trust or like really been around you to know what you're going through because everybody, you know, everybody has a way of showing how they can, you know, persevere through anything that they're going through, so.
2: Yeah, I agree. You'd never want to dig yourself in a deeper hole because it's going to be much harder to get out of. Sometimes all you need is just a mentor, a friend, um, a parent, teacher, somebody who can sit down with you and give you some good advice. You want somebody that you can trust, somebody that you know would do good for you. I feel like who you, who you hang around really affects the person that you are. Not saying that you have to be a follower or anything, but Always, You always want to surround yourself in a positive circle because that positivity really
0: spreads between people.
2: Um. Well, thank you for having us and listening
4: to us. Do more positive things in the world.
6: Hey guys, my name is Shane. My name is K.O. My name is
4: Jacob. My name is Lamel. My name is Debbie.
6: My name is Jerome. What's up? It's your boy Jalen. Hey
0: guys,
2: my name is Eliza. I'm Natalia.
4: I'm
1: Simona. <laughs> My name is Suryan. Keeping it Real is a co-production of the Police Athletic League of New York City and Citizen Race Car. The stories in it were recorded by M. Lowinger and organized and edited by David Hoffman. Post-production and original music by Jose Miguel Baez. It was made possible through funding from the New York City District Attorney's Office as part of DANY's gun violence initiative. This is the culmination of a program led by Ian Hoke and Wendy Beltre. Special thanks to PAL Harlem Center and Youth Link staff, New York City Department of Youth and Community Development, Tara Brazano and Meredith Gray.